Good afternoon and welcome to the Jack Michaels Show on 740 The Fan, 740thefan.com, 107.3 FM. Derek Hansen in studio and Jack Michaels, the play-by-play voice for UND football, women's basketball, and the FM Redhawks down in the land of corn. Well, right in the edge of it. I guess, you know, Sioux City, it's right on two states that really claim a lot of corn. Pretty much, right? Isn't that safe to say? Yeah, the uh, the corn is all around. Uh, yes, and and there's a South Sioux, there's a Sioux City, Iowa. Uh, I know there's a South Sioux City, Nebraska. There might even be a Sioux City, South Dakota, somewhere, uh, Derek, around here. Yes, this That's is true. my my home uh, my home away. Uh, Derek, you remember Cheers, right? I do. Yes. So everyone, yeah. uh, yes, Norman yeah, Cliff, cool. very familiar. Him. Yeah. Right. Very popular, and uh, and you know how Norm is in the bar and. You know you've been at a hotel too many years. I, I just absolutely, you just get to know. The, but I'm on a first-name basis with maids, lobby people. I walked down the lobby a minute ago and went, what do you need, Jack? And like three people, hey, Jack, what do you need? I thought, I feel like Norm on Cheers. We've been, which is a great thing because we're in the same uh, visiting hotel yeah. you know, every year. But the people are so nice. I went, oh, I, I need these. And these copiers made and all that. And Jack, sign a birthday card. I just signed a birthday card for one of the maids who's turning, I think, 44 today. And they're like, Jack, could you sign this for? I'm like, nice. I think I've been on the road too. Yeah, I swear to God, I should, should have taken a photo. So her name is Callie. So I was trying to be cute. I, I was like, uh, uh, we should eat cake, not on the street, not in the alley. Just want to say happy birthday. You know, so I was trying to be cute. And I thought, then my pants were buzzing because you text. I went, oh, I gotta get on the air. My friend Derek's back in his studio. You see, he's a good guy, and they're like, "Go, Jack, go, get on the air." I'm like, "All right, very That's nice." My life. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Which is worse? Well, I don't know I should say worse, but there are places. This just happened to me uh, yesterday at the uh, Cornfield Cafe near where uh, Lake Lizzie is. You know, Lakeland. Mm-hmm. You know, they they advertise with us. Uh, right. So when you sit down, and Karen says, "Usual," yep. So and or when you walk into a place and they know what you want, you know, to drink right yeah. away. And right. so so you, right. I'll never forget a friend of mine she she says I've never been to this place before. It's a little place near my hometown. They they're having like hair bands for a while in the mid 2000s or whatever. And uh, yeah. she, she goes this is really cool. It's a pretty new place. And she goes it's pretty cool. I've never been here before. And the bartender puts down a drink, you know, a, a beverage right in front right. of me and she goes Oh, I guess you have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I no more walked exactly, in, and all of a sudden he exactly takes the top right. off and then he puts that down. I said, "Yeah." He's either the easy. I'm either sitting by the owner or he's better a few times. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That's well, exactly. <laughs> and this when I was first dating my uh, my ex fiance back in right. 2008. That happened there and then another place too. And she was. Real impressive, I said. Hey, I've been single until I was thirty-five. Okay, I mean, I yeah, gotta socialize on. somewhere. I mean, you know, it's just... plus you're a personable guy, so right. like, you know, you know, so they 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 kind of they know you, they know you the first time, they also they know what you're like. So this is a, it's really a. a in fact, I speaking of that, yeah, that's like the DQ on Thirteenth, our dear manager there. I drive through the drive-through and say, okay, I like a a, a cheeseburger imperative no tomato and then the next person i hear is her voice going is this jack I'm like oh my <laughs> lord i'm in i'm in fargo it's not like we're it's not like i'm in you know you know the town of 13 i mean it's like i mean yeah hi dear how you doing anyway you know if that's the point derek and maybe that could be a text club question today 
mm-hmm. is uh, 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 your one uh, venue, one establishment, same order. Like like many people, like, I'm sure if you go to Rick Ronald's, maybe you don't diversify. They advertise you know, with us as McDonald's, so there you go. I like calling them Rick Ronald's, so it's kind of a new yeah. name now. The, um, so, I always think of McDowell's when you do that. So I just think I go right to coming to America. Uh, they got the I arches. A, I got the arcs. Yes. What am I going to find a, a woman fit for a king? Queens. <laughs> anyway, I just watched that the other day. Coming to America. It's fantastic. Have so, you watched the uh, uh, sequel on Amazon? I have not. Don't. Just okay, don't. Good. Don't waste your time. It's Caddyshack 2 like. Don't do it. Just don't. Don't. Thank you for the uh, the tip. It's but bad. but one establishment or one place, hmm. your only order. You know do 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 you have, do you have that or do you you know like yeah. okay when I when I go to blank this is that's all I get. I don't. Meaning, yeah, I don't go off. I pretty much know where I want to go and I know what I want usually. And I'll ask for the menu. I'll look around. No, I'm gonna get the same thing every time. It's certain places. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty bad at that. I don't venture off the uh, beaten path much. Yeah, I know that. I mean, get with or without allergies, but I know at the 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 bed mobster, I get the same uh, uh, shrimp linguine Alfredo, like pretty much standard, unless it's crab season. Can you eat the biscuits there? Yes. Oh, see that? See, I know why you go there so much. Then, if you're allergic to so many foods as you are, <laughs> and you can yes. have those biscuits along, because that is oh. that is kind of the. Uh, you know, we have that promo going for bumper to bumper, a crack cocaine of that place. That that I, I'll it, get a craving is. for that more than anything else that's on the menu sometimes. Well, I do. You know, you know how I liken uh, eating out a uh, like a like a complete high school uh, game night. So, like the the biscuits and the salad, that's the JV game, and I love the JV yeah, game. Yeah, you know the, the, the main game, meal yeah. is the the varsity, and then the post game. You know, is usually the uh, the the dessert. But you're right. That's uh, so. Yeah, that 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 place usually same order. I think if people that go to uh, Marducks to order coffee and stuff probably get the same thing. Every, <laughs> well, probably every time. yes. They they know it. I've heard stories like that too, where they the the people recognize the voices and and they will say the actual thing that they're getting for sure. You know who probably couldn't get anything that they, and probably just won't get served at all. Like in the Kansas City area today is Kadarius Tony. Oh my hell! How about? <laughs> so I, mean, I got in. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I, I I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I, I was thinking about this last night, Jack. How many times have you seen someone have such a bad game on such a stage like that? You know, outside of wrongfully so blaming him, Bill Buckner, on one play right. because it wasn't yep. all his fault. Or Gary Anderson, which wasn't all his fault. Those two things have always annoyed me because there's plays before that that should be talked about just as much. But boy, it's hard to not fault him for a lot of stuff there because there was three big drops that this guy had last night, and one that led to a pick six. Oh, I saw the. Um, oh, hopefully you still got me today. Yep, you're there. Okay, good. I I saw. I was pulling into. Um, to uh to uh, Sioux City area, I was getting I had to get gas. I, I I pulled a Kramer, Derek. I got here with 15 miles left on the gas tank. So Fargo to Sioux City, one tank, and I was seeing um uh in tweets of the game and and all that, and there was a, someone had, had xed or tweeted, however you reference that now. I still go with the, tweet. Um, yeah. yeah, tweet. 
uh, the, the the capture the 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 picture and he's got it right. He's got as every receiver do. You know, you're making that little diamond, you know, formation mm-hmm. with your hand to, to get that cone and then bring it in. And they they stopped the frame and it said, and this turned into an interception for Patrick. <laughs> yeah, that meme and is I going thought, as this was a pick six. <laughs> this was a pick six. So here's what here's the first thing I thought about when you asked that question just now. You know, how do you feel and have you ever seen? Now, it, whether you're a, a Chris Watson fan, Bison fan, Vikings, uh, Packers fan, whatever and all that, didn't your heart sink for Christian Watson on a – was that a nationally televised game? Well, it was a um, nooner. I think it was a, one of the bigger noon games. So it goes through his hands, right? I mean, it's it's the first play. I mean, it's it's kicking off the year. This is the – the, the new kid, the, the, the rookie, and it drops in his thing. And, and unfortunately, your, your worst fear probably as an athlete, what you hope never happens to you once you make it to the show, happens. And it happens in front of millions. Now, Christian Watson not only redeemed himself, <laughs> redeemed himself, redeemed himself, like three, four, five fold, Derek. Yeah, the rest so, of the season. Yeah, I mean he. Yeah, my point is that maybe he didn't do it at a scale of of the quantity in which we saw last night, and that is what makes you just go, "Oh my!" I hope athletes are, tend to be resilient. Yeah, but that was a whew, that was a big one to chew on last night. That's uh, yeah, that's well. I don't know really how to read last night's game because obviously Dan Campbell, what he wants to bring to the table is, you know, he's he's pretty old school. They want to run to set up the pass, and Jared Goff, I think, yep. has looked good in this thing. You kind of look at it, you know, this Rams Lions trade might be working out better for the Lions in the you know for the long run because they weren't going to win a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford where he was at in his career, but it worked out good for Stafford going to a team that all they needed was more of an efficient quarterback than what Goff was giving them, right? And now Goff is going yep. to Detroit and making them as relevant as they've been since Scott Mitchell and Barry Sanders. Thank you. I mean, really. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at it, and Herman Moore. And I just kind of – I wonder if, you know, we, we kind of underrated him what he's doing right now because, you know, Carson's still out of the league, that 2016 draft. Obviously, the Rams picked the right guy. But, you know, they've picked up all these draft picks. They have guys. But they barely beat the Chiefs. Granted, it's an arrowhead, so that's pretty impressive, too. Yeah. Without Kelsey. Without, without two of their three best players. Right. So, yeah, you, that's a valid, I think that's an extremely valid point. And, and I'll make another valid point. And it's not sexy about football, but those that, those that have seen your, your team move on and win championships and, and, or, 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 or at least make runs is that uh, these teams that, that utilize their draft picks uh, to – uh, uh, beef up the offensive line, mm-hmm. you know, and and you know this, Derek. Games are <clears throat> one or lo- <clears throat> excuse me. I know it's choking you up. You're thinking about they're one or lost. <clears throat> yeah, I, one I, or I lost. Yeah, it's, it's that morning coffee. I, mm. Plus, I just had a banana and signed a birthday card for a maid. The uh, the uh, the offensive line, and you know, Detroit has invested in that D. You know, they've invested in in an offensive line, and it's not sexy. It's not. You know, but I when you got big fat bodies, uh, strong fat bodies up front, that uh, when you need when it's fourth and two and you want to close a game out, or third and one and you need a first down to keep a clock going, how nice is it be, uh, to have a line 
that in the fourth quarter uh, can wear down that defensive front and or kick out and similar wrestle linebackers out of a out of a space to let those backs you talk about get through. And that to me is Detroit. Is it sexy? Not really, but it's working and it'll work. Yeah. No, it's uh it, it's you know, it's one of these things that like you said, it's a little bit old school for what they do, but you know, I think it's a big win on the road. It's a uh, AFC win and uh you know it's gonna get people talking about the lines even more than they already have and because they've gotten a lot of hype though. I mean Remember, did you have this when you were a kid? You kind of go by and you see the Street and Smiths or the Athlon, and you go to the grocery yep. store and the magazine, and you see, oh, I got to see what they pick, right? Who who are they picking for my team? And you know, if they picked um, Washington or Philadelphia, you were probably ticked off because they weren't picking your Cowboys. And I know that's the case when I cared about these things when I was younger. If they picked the Bears or the Packers or the Vikings, you know, and you know, a lot of people on those uh, type of uh, Street and Smith things had the Lions as the top pick in the NFC North and. So far, they're looking pretty good right now. How many Lions fans left the Lions in recent years and now are are trying to come back? I, I work, uh, my buddy Johnny Moe, John Motherwell, UND uh, assistant coach in basketball, you know, and, and he's recruited, he recruits that area. So we get a lot, of, I got a lot, I've been a lot of Detroit area, young, young student athletes and and most, so I'm surrounded by our athletic trainer uh, for the, the ladies' uh, basketball team. He's from, I think, uh, mm, where's uh, Gerald Ford from, Derek? Uh, Grand, Michigan. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's somewhere right. in Michigan, but I can't remember he's, where. Yeah, uh, he's uh, in that area. So I'm sure he played for the Wolverines, by, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. The uh, uh, I, I, of all of that, and I don't think any of them left. But I wonder how many Lions fans kind of trickled away. And now we're going to come roaring back. Well, know, I mean, Ford many... Field is sold out for the year. Right. I mean, think about that. I mean, so something is going on. And I do think they are gravitating to this coach a little bit, part of it due to hard knocks last year, right? And yep. I think, I mean, that does matter sometimes. You know, and th- there's been, right or wrong, this has been brought up with the current uh, coach on the north side of Fargo. And I, I've met Matt Ensi. He's a nice guy. But it's just brought up. Right. And and I, I don't know if it is that or not. I'm not trying to stir anything up. But it's just been brought up in circles, whether it be right. on the air here or whatever. And, you know, they are the face of the program. That and probably in the NFL, the quarterback, right? It's the head coach and the quarterback. And so that does matter. I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, before Jordan came along and became Jordan – Dicka was the face of that franchise, right? I mean, or I'd say the city of Chicago for a while in the mid-80s. Yeah, yeah that's right. And, and it, it, you know, because what you're kind of talking about is is perceptions probably. Right, and 100%. Think, yep. Right. You know, perception from a fan's standpoint or, or anybody that, that's maybe that's not in there, boy, it, it becomes such a an instant reality. So, yeah, if I perceive – a coach as uh, quite Mike Zimmer's a great example of this, Derek. You know, what's what's your perception of Mike Zimmer? Is it you know if you didn't know him and all you saw of him was the way he stand on the sidelines and talked in the you know, post game press conference and all that, you would think he's just a sour, grumpy, you know, not very extrovert type person with a very limited personality. Now I don't know it, it truly. But I think there's probably, but that's kind of it for Dan Campbell. It's like here we see these big, you know, he's got his traps sitting on top of his neck. He looks like a, 
you know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger body build and all that. But as I look at, at, at him, too, uh, I, I kind of I gravitate to that guy. It's kind of like I'm, I'm not a huge I'm not a Lions fan. I I you know, whatever they do, they do. But I'll tell you, the more I see him, I'm thinking I kind of root for this guy. I don't know why. I, yeah. I really do. Well, I think a lot of people feel that way. I think, well, and if you're, you know, outside of the NFC North, if you're a Vikings fan, I think, let's say things go and they run away with the division, I think they're going to be an easy team to pull for, unlike the Packers or Bears, if you're normally into those type of rivalries. I think it's a team that I think you can understand their fan, fan base, what they've been through. And uh, it's kind of a Timberwolves type of thing, right? Where just there's not much success there over the years. And I think that uh, a lot of Minnesota fans can gravitate towards that. Uh, we have Corey Provis coming up here in just a bit, as you know, Jack, and, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about the Twins because this is – I mentioned this earlier with Joel Heitkamp this morning. This might be one of my favorite weekends as far as being a sports fan, right? The NFL season kicks off. You get week uh, full week two of college football with some better matchups than what you're kind of getting week zero or week one. And then uh, – although, you know, Labor Day weekend usually has some pretty good neutral site matchups. And then you got baseball going on, and the Twins, they pick up a game. Thank you, Angels. Six-and-a-half lead, game lead now. So we got AM on the AM side of the things for 790 KFGO. We got the Twins taking on the uh, Mets this weekend. And then we got high school football with Bob Roars with Shanley at South. And that's going to be a 104.7 KFGO FM. And then here, well, this is the reason you're in Sioux City, and we got a little Red Hawks baseball tonight. So this is what a fun weekend, right? Yeah, it is, and there's a sense, you know, I, I when I got in, it's so funny that I got in there and I had to go, obviously, get gas because I pulled a Kramer, you know, and I'm getting gas, and in through the door comes half of the Red Hawks, and, and uh, they had just arrived uh, as well. And, and the guys, you know, it's funny about the pros, you know, there's no the look on face. Sam Dexter comes in. I was talking to Sam. Congratulated him on on May. he was named the defensive player of the year How about that? in the American Association yesterday. But you know, talking to these guys and C Prime and Dylan Thomas and Aaron, they're getting whatever and B J Lopez and you know it, it's such a it's a sport, but it it it's such a business trip. I mean, it's like they're they're not talking about ooh we got to get this one tonight, Jack. We got to <laughs> they're tomorrow they're they're it, this is another game that they know they got to win. There's something about that, Derek, where the writing is so much on the wall. Uh, nobody has to say anything to anybody. It's just they're running out. They're going to go out tonight, put the ball in the hands of Colton Davis, and uh, and try to score some runs and, and try to force game three tomorrow. But, yeah, it, that, it is a busy it, – it, what a weekend. I'm I, um, looking forward to it. I just got, I've got a more uh, work to do on Northern Arizona. But, you know, they uh, – uh, that's a team that's going into Grand Forks that's coming off a, a loss to Arizona, but a team that also uh, utilized some transfers. They, they've they got a you know couple of different quarterbacks they'll use. One's a transfer from Cal. You know, wideouts that are pretty good. So uh, I'll see what that is. And and North Dakota State opening up with uh, their home opener with Maine. And uh, you want to talk about emotion. I'm sure in the Fargo Dome uh, tomorrow, uh, when Dan Michaels starts, you know, reading and over the PA right. uh, with with the officers in one of the most tragic events that I've ever hit Fargo, North Dakota, and uh, they start honoring uh, the officers and and uh, Jake Walleen's parents that uh, that'll be there, I believe. And Derek, I can't even imagine 
the swell of of just emotion that's going to pour out tomorrow at the at the at the Fargo Dome. It's 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 I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's really. Yeah, I mean, just and I think it hits home for us so much because we can, you know, for so many weeks you could see the memorial just literally when we walked out our right. front door. You know, it just it, the, for that to happen, you know, about a block and a half away is it, it, it hits hits a lot of us hard. That's for sure, and no doubt. Every time I see a Fargo police officer car drive by, I just think about what happened, but a little bit over two months ago. So that's going to be uh, quite a scene at the, the Fargo, Dome, no doubt. A lot of emotions running uh, going on there. So it's a uh, yeah, it's. One of those things, nice, nice uh, thing there by NDSU what they're doing. And, and you know what, I'm t- you know I'm glad you brought this up too because everybody, you know, the Dragons are home, you know, Minot State. Let, let's get a bounce back, you know, for Steve Lockway and, and hoping for that. Uh, the Cobbers are home, you know, against Pacific Lutheran. You know, they're home over there. Uh, the Bison are home. UND is at home. High school football. That Minnesota. happens a lot, you know. Yeah. Don't you? I, in Moorhead, don't you wish they could almost stagger them week after week? Where if it, the weeks that the Dragons on the road, the Cobbers are at home, and vice versa, that would be nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you should. You kind of get the schedule makers getting together between the Mayak, the Northern Sun, and the Missouri <laughs> Valley, and saying, "Hey, can we uh, can we do this uh, a little bit better?" But yeah, that's uh, that's what it's all about. And 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 I don't know what the weather is like there today. Um. But it was a little, uh, little beautiful cool last night. It's, Is it, it nice? It's beautiful out. It, yeah, it did cool off, obviously. But, uh, no, it's I can't complain whatsoever. It's it's a pretty nice day out here in the Fargo-Moorhead area. And hopefully it remains that way. It looks like it's going to be okay for tomorrow for the outdoor teams that you mentioned. You know, the two indoor teams, it really doesn't matter all that much. But uh, as far as the outdoor teams, it should be pretty good. So. Oh, I got to Oh, and let me throw this in, Derek. Um, a question we talked about, like, your, where's your norm on Cheers and what do you order? Here's another one that just came to me and said, since you guys are chatting about, uh, you know, coaches, personalities, perception, have you ever rooted against a team because of their coach or manager? If so, what teams would that, what team would that, have you ever rooted against the, oh, so like, you? okay, all right. I, 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 mm. So you dislike the team? Maybe. Well, I mean, the Indiana Hoosiers were like, like you don't mind the play, but like you don't. Yeah, you you root against. The, I guess that's what you root against the team, just because you don't you don't like their manager or coach or whatever. I guess is the. Yeah, I think yeah. that happens a lot in in college sports for sure, right? I mean, I don't, I don't think there's. You, you think know. people dislike? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, go ahead with that. Yeah, probably because because for a lot of for many years, and you don't see, I mean, you don't see coaches stick around for forty years like Joe Paterno or Bobby Knight or anything like that anymore. But they are the face of the program. Sometimes they're the face of the institution, right or wrong, but they just <laughs> are, right? <laughs> right, right. And, and so I think, right, like. I think for a lot of people that we like them or love them or whatever, that's why they're polarizing. There's a certain team in Durham, North Carolina, that uh, would fall into that category. Do you, do you think? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. That's mm-hmm. that's a good answer, Derek. Yeah, that that's. I think there's something. That, do you think people dislike the Patriots because of Belichick? One hundred percent, and his former okay. quarterback. So I think. Well, it's a case of too much success, right? Where we get tired of some teams that are too good. Yeah, and I imagine that uh, did people not like the Cowboys just because of Tom Landry? I can't no, imagine. I don't think that. I mean, I can't imagine. Now, I think 
people disliked them, you know, not because of him whatsoever. I think it was just more, no offense, the fan yeah. base, the media hype around what was the Dallas, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think there was much more. Yeah. They maybe didn't like Tex Schramm as much because he was kind of a boisterous right. kind of, you know, cowboy type right. of, you know. But I think people respected yeah, Tom Landry. I think, you know, people didn't yeah. like the Bears that much for Di- because of Ditka. You know, I mentioned that him before. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess the answer, uh, answer to that question, you're, you're right. Maybe the list is – I don't know if that list is small or big. I mean, if it's solely just because of a coach – or did you you didn't dislike the Yankees no. because solely of Billy Martin? No, I think Reggie was pretty polarizing, though, right? In the, you know, seventies, late seventies, yeah. and I mean, I think, but I think the, the Yankees hate is the kind of what the Patriots had th- throughout most of this century, right? It's just too right. much success, and I think that's a, those are two different categories. I think. I mean, you know, I would flip that on the other side, Derek. Do you love a team? What we talked about with Detroit. Do you gravitate to a team more because of their coach? Well, you know, some, that like can happen sometimes too. Because of the coach, yeah, for sure. Well, hey, you know what? I about my freshman year in high school, I started falling in love with the uh, Florida State Seminoles because I like their uniforms and I love Bobby Bowden and how he handled himself. Bobby so, Bowden. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> yeah, he was kind of a character. Uh, I, I just enjoyed the way he talked, and he's kind of he seemed like a nice guy. I love the fact that they would play anyone. You know, even their independent days before they. Play the ACC, they would go and do home and homes with Michigan or Notre Dame or whoever. They didn't care. Where a lot of these bigger That's teams, right. they would duck those non-conference games. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing: if you didn't care, if maybe you weren't a Lorenzo Charles fan or or pick your pick your player, but boy, NC State, if if you didn't gravitate to them because of Jim Belvano, that that was a you know, he was infectious. So, yeah, interesting questions when we talk about, you know, rooting for teams or not just because of their face of their, you know, because of their leadership. But, I mean, I don't know if it happens as much with coaches now outside of, as you mentioned, Belichick. I mean, I think Buddy Ryan was polarizing. Jerry Glanville was polarizing. I mean, there was there were a lot more characters back then. You just We don't seem to have – everyone seems to be kind of stoic and – the way they are. I think that's why people maybe are gravitating to Dan Campbell because he seems to be a little bit more from the old school, cut, you know, that type of cut from that cloth, m- much more than everyone standing there with a clipboard in front of their face and trying to hide the, <laughs> what they're trying to say there. Well, in college football now, and you nailed it, where do you think the nation is on, on, on the buffs on Colorado right now because of somebody? You know, well, you, that's you a either... very good point. I mean, he might be the first one. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be as that as that goes along. There's no question that that's going to be more and more polarizing. Because I'll be honest with you, I hope Nebraska beats them. Part of it because I pull for the Big Ten usually, but I just right. like to pump the brakes on this a little bit. You know, just and I, I'm not wishing ill will on Colorado or whatever. I think it's nice but to no. see them relevant again, but I just think that. If this becomes the norm, we think that the college football scene right now at the FBS level, certainly the top FBS level is the wild, wild west. I mean, you're going to have everyone, you know, once if Deion Sanders is having success like this, who's next? Oh. Terrell Owens? I mean, <laughs> oh my goodness. You, I mean, this is, it's either going to go to the moon uh, or it's, it's going to taper and that's what it's going to be. Yeah, you're, yeah, we are on the, I don't know. I saw Mark, my my dear friend Mark Johnson, he's the voice of the Buffs, and 
you know, you know, Mark, and yep. he sat down with Dion's boy uh, this week, and his son, and I don't know his son from Adam, but he, Mark had got him to do his uh, impersonation of his dad. I'm now kind of a fan of his son. He's he's got there you go. there's a there's That's a really perfect. normal C two, you know, the, the sons and daughters of superstars that have got a lot of fame that seem grounded, right, is impressive. Is impressive, and he seems like he's pretty grounded. Uh, before we go to break, and we're a little bit behind, but I think I could get combine breaks here before we head to Corey Provis. Let's uh, go to Andrew. Okay. Andrew's joining us again. How are you doing, Andrew? Good to hear from you again. Hey, I appreciate it. I wasn't, I was hesitant to call him, but I just had to because uh, Jack's question was to go to orders for food. Oh, yeah. I had yeah. to see, I had to see if you were familiar, Derek, because of where your leg place is. Um, go to for me, as Maple Beach Resort, oh, the yeah. mushroom and Swiss burger with fried onions, it is the best burger in the county, hands down. And the ambiance of just sitting on a picnic table by a lake when they knock on the window and hold up your number because the order's done, you go get it. You get an old-time cream soda or root beer and that, and a blanket of fried onions on top of that mushroom and Swiss that Maple Beach Resort is ridiculous. And French fries that will last for days, yes. I mean, that's uh... a... A small First, order of onion rings that is a, that is an extra large order anywhere. Oh else. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's a Andrew, very good point. Andrew, this is a noon show. You just you, that is the perfect call, Derek. That yeah. literally Andrew's call right there is the perfect call for the time slot of our Jack Michael show. So he it, just he either hey. just pushed someone over the edge to go get food. Well, here's the deal. Oh, such a picture of oh. So, Andrew, what the question for you, does Phil know what you want the minute you walk in? I, You know, it's a long drive, so it's a one- or two-time occasion during the summertime when they're open. Um, but So I can't say that. I can't go that far. Had I lived closer, you would probably have to roll me there. <laughs> I, would, I would get it. I would get it probably three or four times a week. That, that, that hamburger, I don't know, you know, the flat-top deal, um, I don't know what they do, but oh. – it's the best hamburger I've I've ever had around the area. It is just unbelievable. And you drive by and you don't think much of it, but man alive, did they they spoil you? Well, don't blink, you'll miss it. And, but then you know, that's, yeah. yeah, for sure. It's uh, I don't know, Jack. We got to get you on an off day on there. And the problem is, is we can't uh, we can't bring you there until next uh, Memorial Day weekend, right? I think that's because they oh, their that? their last day was. It's the Sunday before Labor Day, and so, yep. and I was sitting there on Sunday thinking about that, Andrew. I was like, man, I got to maybe get over there, but then, you know, time got away with me from me there. But yeah. uh, well, I'll tell you, what we, we got to do to do the show from your pontoon there. That's true, because yeah, oh, you can yeah, pull your boat pontoon. up there too. But then I'd have to yep, drop yep. it. I'd have to take it out of the water and then drop in the public access from Lizzie to Lida. So well, I'll have to figure it out. Or yeah, I can I can just go to my cousin Tanya's place on Lida, and she can drive me over there. So we'll do that. There you go. See, <laughs> I hey, actually got to figure it out. You can you can train it up for next year. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, Andrew. By the way, Derek, I know we're against the clock. Then when they're operational, and hopefully they they'll jump on. Maybe they can sponsor a segment, and I'll guarantee you who their spokesperson is going to be. The A man right there. I mean, Andrew's good. The way he laid out that. I I can I am really an honored how people can lay out food and and make it sound good. That was as good hey. as I've heard. Well, and so, it's, what's weird about person. it for me is like I think at the first time I was introduced to it was like in the early '90s. I was still in college, and I got to say this about Phil, who's been cooking the burgers. I don't think he's 
he doesn't look any different from that day. He's like Tom Kelly. Like I mean, he he, he doesn't look any different from the early nineties till now. The the guy who cooks, he's probably he might be listening right now, actually. But uh, Derek, give yeah. a plug out again. What I missed the name of the establishment. I it's know Maple break, Beach remember- Resort. So like, if you go on one hundred eight on your way to. Uh, the, the uh, maple fifty nine yeah yeah right so you're on your way to the uh, maple state park right it's uh okay. it's in there but you kind of go around some S curves and oh, you, yeah and then we so right and so when you go in there and all of a sudden if you if you don't if you don't slow down boom you'll go right by it yeah. and there's a little stretch you go by it on your way to the state park there there's a I can't believe they don't have guardrails on that thing between. Well, little Lida and big Lida. It's a blessing it's not open in the winter time because <laughs> oh, there would be man. people would be in a food coma on their way home <laughs> and would be missing those guardrails or right. would be wishing those bumpers were up so they could bump into them once and wake up or at least some rumble strips on each side. Right, good call. It's windy back there, but man, it's a, it's a heck of a. There's a lot of it's, good uh, good viewing back there with the lakes and it's beautiful. Yep. I'll finish yeah. with this, Derek. I'll finish with this, guys. I despise uh, onions. I mushrooms oh, to me are like the earlobe of the food industry. I don't know what they do, but Andrew well, described that so well. I'm craving that burger. Well, I, I here's the deal. Yeah, I'm but, craving I, that burger. No, you, you can get bacon. You, cannot, you yeah. cannot work in the radio industry if you do not have a weird diet. It's just a fact. <laughs> you listen to every single person on KFAN. They all have Chris Hockey doesn't eat bone and in, in food. Cole only eats chicken strips. Talking with Zach right. Alberson. I mean, you have to have a weird food deal to you or else you're that's if you're one check and you're one straight you're out that's it interesting that's it. good stuff andrew you made good our day you there yeah you represent that you represent the, the, all the rest of us uh, normal people out here that <laughs> can eat marinara <laughs> all right well go say hi to my friend at miguel's while you're in dl anyway so all right i, I literally got a breakfast burrito this morning <laughs> i'm not kidding you that's awesome the absolutely all right this, uh, this, all right, oh, have a good weekend, good. you guys. I yeah, appreciate see it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Derek, this is the power of radio. This station reaches provinces, several states. We just localized that so well, I thought. You know, after oh, yeah. at least that lakes country, that was uh, that's what it's all about, baby. Yeah, it uh yeah, but like I said, we'll have to bring it up maybe and you know and uh maybe we can do something out there. The thing is and I gotta word this of my salespeople. I can I can tell you what I'm gonna say if I w- went to him to try to get a little advertising. He looked at me like, "You think I need?" <laughs> I, mean, think I... I mean, you can't. I'm shoehorning people in here the way it is. So, yeah. I mean, it, but yeah. it is so. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Th- those are the things, right? The, these little hidden gems that you just don't know. I think Tyler Axness did a show about that, you know, about a year ago. Just where these little hidden gems are, these little restaurants in these small yeah. areas, but. Yeah, I think we've come up with a with a good a good idea there. And then, by the way, I've been in those sales meetings uh, back in my account executive days, and then they, they I say, "You think Coca Cola stopped advertising?" Well, right, a hundred percent. No, right? no, there's no doubt. But uh, you know, to think about you know working from uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day, that's that's what I need, and then go winter somewhere. That's that's what I should yeah. be. I, if my next life, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to figure that out. Yeah. Go live here in this oh, beautiful good. area, work a little bit, and. Because they're like, oh, Andrew, I I, I despise onions on anything, and I despise, uh, I'm not a mushroom guy. He made that burger sound terrific. But you can get anything you want. I mean, you don't need to get that. They got all sorts. So if you want like a bacon cheeseburger or something like that, yeah, they'll they'll set you up. Let's go. Derek, I know where we're going next year. 
several times. Yes, for sure. Um, we got Corey Provis coming up, and uh, we have Dan Barrero type of clock management going on here on this Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Friday, yeah, exactly. Um, good luck tonight. Enjoy. Tell Chris Coast and the boys good luck for Game Two of that best of three series, and I do believe six forty-five is when you're going to hit the airwaves, right? Yep, six forty-five. A comfortable day in Sioux City, Iowa. A beautiful day here as well. So let's pull for those Hawks. And uh, yep, we'll catch you on the air tonight. And uh, good luck to, to Bob Roars and his call of high school football and. All those teams in action this weekend, and I'll, I'll be I'll be sitting by listening to you and Corey talk about the Twins and the Mets. Sounds good, Jack. We'll catch you again on Monday because no matter what, you're going to be here Monday, right? I mean, because the, the right. game one yep. will be here, right? Correct if they yep. do a win, Monday, for sure. All right, very good. All right, enjoy the weekend. Safe travels on your way back to Grand Forks tomorrow, and enjoy the call tonight. All right, brother. Be you good. Bet. Jack Michaels again, the Jack Michaels Show. He is in Sioux City. Again, we got Red Hawks baseball on the fan, Twins baseball on the AM dial for 790 tonight, and then we got high school football on the FM dial of KFGO FM 104.7. So a busy night of sports. We'll talk more about it here on the Jack Michaels Show. Corey Provis, baseball this week, is coming up next here on the Jack Michaels Show on 740 The Fan. It's time to cash in some of those vacation days. Book your fall trip now with Ballard's Resort on Lake of the Woods. Their no-worries fishing packages are all-inclusive, making it a perfect and stress-free getaway trip. Maybe you're looking for a family fun vacation, a boys' trip, girls' weekend. Ballard's Resort is a beautiful place that everyone will love. Book your fishing trip now and bring home that trophy walleye. For more information, please visit them online at ballardsresort.com. That's Ballard's Resort. And welcome to another edition of Baseball This Week with Corey Provis, the radio play-by-play voice of the Minnesota Twins. We do this every Friday at this time. And, Corey, my favorite team is the Twins. My second favorite team this weekend was the Angels, and they helped out the Twins last night. They did. Walk-off win for the Angels last night. So I think it's fine to to bring up magic numbers. So magic numbers down to 16 uh, entering play uh, here tonight. So uh, good news there, even though the Twins lost Wednesday. Idle yesterday got some help with a uh, walk-off win last night from friends in uh, Southern California. Hey, it's never too early to mention the magic number for me. I love that. I think that's a fun thing that's unique about baseball is you're counting down to try to get in the postseason. Yeah, you're counting down, and it's 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 starting to get real. I mean, it's something that you think about. And that's your goal, your first goal. But uh, it's starting to, to, to get there, where you can start to imagine and picture what this could be and all the work you've put in to, to accomplish goal number one, and that is to win this division and uh, lock up home field for the uh, first-round playoff series. Dells Keuchel going tonight, and, you know, he's been a, a sneaky little nice pickup for them. Had a tough outing, but obviously his arm is certainly going to help out the Twins here if they're going to go deep into October. Yeah, I mean, he's looked good at home. He's had two good starts at home, and he's had a couple of clunkers on the road. Um, but And uh, yeah, we'll see how he does tonight. Um, you know, you know, Keuchel, I, I'd be surprised, you know, if the Twins, Derek, are in the playoffs. They win this division. I, I don't know where he kind of fits in in terms of a rotation spot. Um, it's going to be, you know, Sonny and Pablo, you know, one, two, and then after that, I think there's some competition. I think Joe Ryan certainly is making the case to, to be that number three uh, with the way that he's been pitching here lately. Of course, you can't rule out Kenta either. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Keuchel has looked good. Uh, you know, he's not going to beat guys with velocity at 90 miles an hour. If he can get the edges, he needs a bigger strike zone. That if the home plate umpire is giving him an extra inch or two on the corners, that's going to help his cause and force those hitters to expand a bit more. And, and when he's on, you'll see a ton of ground ball outs. 
Well, you know, you mentioned Joe Ryan. It is amazing. He's back to his normal self after you know the injury that no one know, knew about, and I think that is certainly going to be a factor coming up here in the later part of the season. Yeah, and this last start was was hard to really gauge. I mean, with the the, the weather and the rain delay, the fact that that both guys came back out was impressive. I didn't see that happening. That both guys came back out after more than an hour of a of a rain delay was was really interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't take much into that, but Joe's going to get the ball next time out against a better offense. I mean, he's going to see Tampa Bay. You know, even without Wander Franco and some notable names, you know, the, the Rays still are putting up a ton of runs. That'll be uh, Ryan's next challenge here as the homestand continues into next week. You know, on the other side of things, as far as the bullpen is concerned, do you see now as we're getting to the stretch uh, run here in September that uh, Rocco is going to try to maybe set up the bullpen the way he wants getting to the postseason? Or? I, I think it's too early for all that stuff. I think that right now, it, you know, it's a cliche, but it's one game at a time. I think they're looking at, all right, what's the best matchup to get a win tonight? And then when you get a little closer and then, you know, it's, you got the magic number down to one or two, you know, then you lock it down and then you, you, you have some options. You can hopefully set some things up with how you want it to go with your starters, with your pen, but you got to get there first. I mean, the last, the, the worst case scenario is, you know, obviously the Twins missed the playoffs. That's the worst case. But then, you know, ideally that they have it wrapped up before that series in Colorado so that they can line up, you know, Sonny and Pablo or Pablo and Sonny uh, for that first, those first two games. You know, otherwise, if they have to, if they need those guys to pitch, during that Rocky series, then that's a different story. You're not going to have that luxury then just to simply, you know, start them, you know, how you want and when you want to, um, when that postseason series, if, if they get it done, you know, lines up. So they've got, they've got some time left. They still have to, to lock this thing down and uh, it starts with winning a, uh, a series and winning a game at home tonight. Switching to offense. I, I don't think, you know, we've talked about Royce Lewis, the impression that he's made and all, all that, but, the comeback in the second half of the season for Max Kepler probably isn't talked about enough. It's uh, it's a good point. I mean, because we're seeing Kepler, you know, perform in a way that we haven't seen in a long, long time. I mean, this is, you know, 2019 first half, you know, Kepler. Now, Kepler historically has not been very good in the second half of, of his seasons. And if you just look up his career numbers and how he's done, you know, August, September, historically, it's not been good. Now, much of that is because the guy has not been healthy. You know, Kepler's had, you know, a bad run of injuries the second halves of seasons here that's kept him from, from being out there. So what we're seeing right now is a healthy player. We're seeing a happy player. He's smiling. He's coming up with big plays. Defensively, he looks great. Uh, so that it's, it's a welcome sight, and then it should get even better. Hopefully, Alex Kirloff is back in the lineup tonight. You add another option there, another great hitter uh, for these last you know three weeks before the postseason hopefully starts. So these are this is a great sign. And so right now Kepler's been phenomenal, and if they get Kirilov back tonight, it's it's just even better. Yeah, I mean you mentioned it. You, you you could tell Kepler it was on his face when he was struggling. I mean, and you could even tell like some of the post game interviews. I mean, it was wearing heavy on him for sure. Well, I don't doubt it. I mean, I don't doubt it for a second. And. You know, I go back to, to, to the COVID years of, of when the Twins were playing, and the Twins had a Sunday night game at Wrigley Field against U Darvish a couple of years ago, and Max had a great game, and the Twins, uh, they won two out of three. I can't, I don't know if that was 20 or 21. Might have been 20. And um, so Kepler played great, and he joined us post game, and he mentioned how hard COVID was for him 
um, just playing mentally through that period, um, just not being able to, you know, it, it, Max is kind of this nomadic, you know, kind of dude. He doesn't really have one home. Um, it, it's a question I always ask him every spring, and the answer has never changed. You know, he has a driver's license, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's where he lives. That he just kind of moves around a lot. And so he couldn't do that. Uh, none of us could, right, during COVID. So that mentally was just really hard on him. And I think it took him a while, and maybe it took him a long time to get over that, to find some sort of normalcy again. And then he got COVID in 2021 and he lost some weight. And then, you know, I think he just had a hard time coming back from that. Then he had a hamstring injury, he had a foot injury, and, and he had a disappointing year. Well, this year Kepler is healthy. And, uh, you know, he's, he's still very young. He's in the prime of his career. And uh, he's proving to people that I think there was a chance that his roster spot was in jeopardy, you know, Derek back in June but that I think all involved made the right call uh, to keep him, not to let him go, not to DFA him or trade him, that uh, he's got an important part and an important role on this team. And we're seeing just how valuable the guy is right now. You mentioned Alex Kirilov. I don't think there's any doubt if this team is going to really go deep and, you know, upset some people in October that uh, he's going to be a huge factor because he's such a threat, much, much the way that Royce Lewis is on the other side. I think what you'll see is kind of a, a platoon at first base. I think you hit between him and Solano. Um, Solano's bat's been really good. I think that's kind of what it will look like a little bit is, you know, Solano and, and uh, Kirilov platooning against righties and lefties at first base. I think that's what it's going to mean. I mean, Jordan Luplo has an option um, so that there is a roster spot to be had there. That's not the, that's not the, you know, the, the toughest call, you know, had Byron been healthy and Byron coming back, then I think that's, that's then I think a roster spot, you know, Joey Gallo's name comes to mind just thinking about it, but don't have to worry about that just yet. Um, but that's something that they have to think about. But uh, yeah, Kirilov, when he's right, and, uh, you know, when he got hurt, he was the reigning American League Player of the Week. I mean, he had a stretch of games where he was killing the ball. Doubles, home runs, good defense. I mean, he was he was awesome. And then the shoulder injury happened, and thankfully no surgery, and just needed time to rehab it, rest it. Uh, treatment and uh, his rehab has looked fantastic. I mean, he's been killing the ball um, these last, you know, handful of games uh, with the Saints. So that's why, barring you know any setback, I'd, I'd be surprised if Kirilov is not back active tonight. Uh, speaking of setbacks, yeah, obviously the sad news of what, what happened in St. Paul with Byron Buxton. Is it just are we just not going to see him? I mean, it's this poor guy. He just, it just he can't catch a break. I, I don't think we'll see him. I, there's no way we'll see him play center this year. I don't see any path for that to happen. His only path to me is is, is the DH. Um, but the team has has actually, for the first time, for the first time, and I think ever, that they've actually played winning baseball without Byron Buxton. This is a first because we, we'd always see that stat, Derek, that you know when Byron plays, their winning percentage is like 55%. When he doesn't, they're in the 40s. And they've won without him. And I think the, the, one, the one positive has been they've not just designated one guy as the DH. That it's been, a, it's, it's been a role that's kind of floated around a little bit. It's been moving. We've seen Julian. We've seen Polanco. We've seen um, you know, Lewis. We've seen Jeffers. It's been a different guy at times. Solano, it's been a different dude. And when Byron comes back, if he comes back, I mean, they're not going to have that luxury. It's going to be Byron as the DH. And so that's part of the decision that they have to make is, you know, is that, does that make our team better? Um, you know, lately it hasn't, uh, that other guys have stepped up and found routines. So, 
you know, I, I don't know. And I'm sure that that's going to come up. You know, I don't know if Byron's going to address the media tonight, uh, but I think it's a fair thing to, to talk about tonight on the broadcast with, uh, with Chris and Danny is to what's the latest or right, now that everybody's back home and the team had an off day and Byron, they, they took him off of his rehab assignment. Uh, that was done more, I think, for just paperwork than anything else, because had he stayed in this rehab, Derek, you know, he'd only have 20 days. And then he'd still have to, if he's sitting, he's sitting, that counts as his 20 days. You take them off. It's a transaction you make that it stops the clock. The, the days don't keep adding up that once he does resume play, then you kick back in that 20 day rehab stay, uh, run. So that's why they, they did that. But yeah, th- those are, those are fair questions and I'm sure they will come up tonight. Final thing for you. Am I uh, getting too lofty? Just uh, looking up at Houston and obviously what's going on in Seattle. Maybe they could catch him. It's seven games. It's awfully tough, much of the way that six and a half is going to be tough for Cleveland. But maybe to get that second seed, it's tough when they're beating up on each other, too. Yeah, I, I mean, that's going to be hard. I think what you're looking at, though, is the Twins. You know, there's only going to be one playoff team from the Central. And based on how the format looks is and how it was designed, no matter if any of the wild card teams, Derek, have a better record than the Twins, the Twins would still host that best out of three series, and that means all three games uh, would be a target field against any of the wild card teams. So, I think it's fair to look at and then see that. But it's going to be that's going to be tough sledding to catch any of those teams. So the Twins right now they're they're probably looking at that number three seed. You know, the AL Central champ is going to be that number three seed, and then you you take on a wild card team. Uh, at the ballpark and uh, and hope for the best. And people keep talking about the 18-game losing streak in the postseason. I get it. I get it. But how do you end it? You end it by by getting in the dance and winning a darn game. It's not going to go away if you just sit at home in October. You have to get in, win a game. The Twins have good pitching this year, so they have a chance. And But have to get there first. It looks great, looks positive, but not there just yet. Well, it should be a fun weekend. I know that uh, you got football this weekend, right? And then Chris and Danny got the call at Target Field? Yeah, I'll be back in the booth on Sunday. I'll be back for the uh, finale against the Mets on Sunday. But I'm in uh, Columbus. I've never done a game at Ohio State. So I'm uh, calling the uh, the Buckhead game tomorrow. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. Just a, a venue I've watched on TV over the years many, many times. Um, so I've never called a game with a shoe. So I'll be doing that tomorrow. And then I'll be at the Big House for Michigan next week. I've never done a game there. So, you know, that that's that was part of the appeal of all this and I'm I'm grateful that the Twins uh, have given me this freedom to do it a little bit but just you know calling these games at these iconic venues with tomorrow is going to be 105,000 people and then next Saturday is going to be 120,000 people at the big house. So, just things that I just never thought would uh would happen. And uh, again, I'm grateful that that I get to do both and um so I'm I'm excited for the weekend ahead. Yeah, I'm a college football fan, so those are a couple of my bucket lists, that's for sure. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be looking forward to your call on a Sunday. Do appreciate it, as always. All right, thanks, Derek. You bet. Corey Provis again, the play-by-play voice of the Minnesota Twins with us here each and every Friday at this time. This is the Jack Michaels Show. Again, a busy night tonight for baseball. Over on 790 AM, KFGO AM, we got the Twins, as you mentioned. Chris Atterbury, Dan Gladden with the call. 6.30 is the pregame show. And then on 104.7 KFGO FM, we'll be breaking off the signal. And Bob Roars has the call of tonight's Fargo Shanley at Fargo South game. Again, 104.7 FM. And then right here, as we've been talking about throughout this hour, it's the Red Hawks taking on Sioux City. Game two of that best of three series. 6.45 is the pregame show with Jack Michaels, as always, right here on your home for Red Hawks baseball. And 7.40, the fan. Again, baseball this week with Corey Provis, brought to you by Dean's Bulk Service, right here on the fan.